Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is Carter Peterson. And this is Ben Redder Peterson. And this is Peterson on Pattinson. The place where you can hear the latest news and reviews of Robert Pattinson. Our own personal brand of Butterscotch the Horse. <laughs> I can't remember how that goes anymore. No, I think I think that's what you did. I think Carter okay. mixed it up a little bit. I he kind of ad-libbed a tiny bit. Maybe a little bit. That I was great. Was that's saying. solid. I think it sounded better. Oh, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, thank it you. It was really good. We are honing in on this. Yeah. 17 episodes in. Whoa. I was looking, and with today's episode, uh, 2015's Life, Yeah. we are on the 17th film. We only have five more to go. And that's and that's if we go back and do Little Ashes. And How to Be. How to Be. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so there's only three. Like, we've got Good Time, uh, Lost City, City of Z, and... Childhood of a Leader or something yeah. like that. Yep. Wow. But so. then he's got... We have the Lighthouse. Yep. Maybe we could just... We'll just release them sporadically yep. until yep. the Lighthouse comes out. Yeah, we'll play. We'll play it by ear. I mean, no. I'm like, I'm also, I'm also very interested in going back, yeah. and redoing them all and seeing. I'm like, pretty down to watch Twilight again. I can't yeah. wait to watch Twilight again. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very six excited. episodes. We get right back into it. I can't wait. Please. All up, all up in them. Yeah, in them guts. Yeah. Can do we have to watch Harry Potter again? Absolutely. I think we might. Uh, Absolutely. Fun. fun. <laughs> It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, So, yeah, this week we uh, watched 2015's Life. Life. Yeah. Life. I think. Directed by Anton Corbin, right? Yep. Yep. I I, I listened to some audio clips of people pronouncing it, Mm. and they all go, Anton Corbin. Oh. Was that Anton? Anton? Anton Corbin. You, okay. Did you watch a lot of YouTube videos or just one? I watched like three. Well, okay. no, they weren't YouTube videos. I just Googled how to pronounce yeah. Anton Anton Corbin. Uh, and one of them, one of the pages, um, you could vote uh, whether or not someone was pronouncing something correctly. Yeah. And there were three different, <laughs> three different people saying it, and they all had negative eight votes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So the director... He yeah. also yes. did The American. Yeah. yeah. He did Control. Yeah. And he did A um, Most Wanted Man. Yeah. Starring yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Yeah, this movie has a fair bit of Philip Seymour Hoffman <laughs> Dong. <laughs> Dong. Uh overlap. Yeah. With uh Yeah, life. You uh, know, I, I yes. think I think maybe before we get too far into this movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've been working pretty hard, right? And yes. I've been thinking about Queen of the Desert a lot. Oh. And I feel like we just need a little break. Oh. Down at Sandals Resort. So this is a new segment we got where we're giving our super fan sandal. Yeah. You know, a, so a segment on this podcast. Yeah. We receive regular emails, DMs from our friend Sandal, and she is great. And we like her a lot. But it turns out 
every episode we've done, we've messed something up. We've had something that needed a correction, something that just like Sandal has a lot of... I'm shocked. Backstory. <laughs> yeah, that is weird, right? <laughs> that is weird. So, uh, so we thought like, well, since Sandal's going out of her way to like, you know, help fill in some of the void that we may have missed, we would pass it along to you. So she sent us a mail about Queen of the Desert. Great. Cool. Are we reading it? No, I just thought oh. I'd say that. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Cassandal. <laughs> it was that, a good email. Very yeah. well written. No, I should read some of it. Considering how bad this movie is, I think you all did a really nice job with the podcast. I'm glad thank we read you. that part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a disappointment from Herzog. It's true, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she agrees that Rob's take on T.E. Lawrence was really well done. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I agree, too. It's the hat, mostly. History shows that the real Gertrude Bell was actually extremely influential in keeping as much of the Middle East in Native people's hands as possible after World War I. I believe if I went back and listened to the episode, which I don't know, I haven't done... But I think we kind of made the case that she had a big hand in handing it off. So that's a that's a correction. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, like, I think we just weren't really sure. Yeah. And then like I, towards the end, towards the credits of the movie or whatever, when it says the thing, it does kind of make it seem like she gave some of it up. So right. We just weren't really sure. Yeah. I, I, just, I think yeah. Oh, I was just tired of looking at that font, that white <laughs> text on blue sky. Yeah. So I just didn't read it. Yeah. yeah. Well, so we de we definitely made it seem like maybe she had a big part in handing it over to the British, and she did not. She also thinks that it's pretty great that we like Tony Scott. Yeah. I, re I really enjoyed hearing your random, uh, random finding of the Scott Free offices in London. Cool. Also, your love of Tony Scott's movies is wonderful. Now, here's the thing where I like... The kicker. Whoa. The kicker. Like, here's where Sandal... This, yeah, she really comes in. This is where she earned her pay. Yeah. Right Make sure you uh, check your, your footwear because your socks are about to get blown off. Sandal. Did you know about the link between Tony Scott and Rob? In Water for Elephants, the part of Barbara, the red-haired stripper with the tassels, is played by Donna W. Scott. Tony Scott's wife from 1994 until his death in 2012. What? Bang. What? How do you know that kind of, that, that level of trivia is crazy? You know what that means, though? What? Tony Scott saw Water for Elephants. <sighs> Probably. Was I he mean, alive when that came out? Oh, yeah, right? It was 2011. Yeah, 12. Yeah, his death was in 12. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he saw that. Oh, yeah. he loved it. Do you know how many of his movies she had to watch? <laughs> I'm sure she liked them all. Yeah, right. Right. Has she been in a lot of movies? Donna W. Scott? D-Dub. D-W. Scott? D-Dubs? I don't know. I don't really, yeah. I, like, I don't know if that was just a cameo because she, maybe she just wanted to be in a movie with Rob. That would be great. He is a heartthrob. Yeah. She's been in 27 movies. Uh, well, no kidding. 27 things. No kidding. Wow. Uh, it looks like a fair bit's TV. How many of her characters have a name and how many are described by what they're doing in the scene? Uh, so far, it looks like they all have names. Oh, okay. She's cool. in Deja Vu. Oh, great. Tony, Tony, Tony Scott. Tony Scott. Yeah. yeah. She's 
uh, in CSI, she plays Waitress Nancy. That's Bruckheimer, right? Uh, the TV show. Yeah, but the, uh, he didn't. Oh, Bruckheimer, he I think it? he produced that. I gotcha. Yeah, cool. So she's in a fair bit of stuff. She Nash too. Briggs. No, no, Bridges. Nash Bridges. Yep. <laughs> Shout out to Don <laughs> Johnson. Shout out to Don Johnson. In Idle Hands, she right. plays Nurse. All right. Enemy Shout of out the to State. Devin Enemy Sawa. of the State. She's Wait. Jenny. Wait. Tony. Oh, I love Enemy of the yeah. State. It's so good. Um, so she's in Nash Bridges yep. with, with Don Johnson, whose daughter is Dakota Johnson, who's in Fifty Shades of Grey, which is... A remake of Twilight. <laughs> God damn. So good. Everything comes back around to our boy. She's Everything. A, she's in a movie called Plump Fiction. Oh. Oh. Which... Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's a porn, <laughs> but it might be. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I hope that if I ever make a film, people say that about it. <laughs> I don't think it's... I don't think it's a porn, <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she's in yeah. a fair bit of Tony stuff. Cool. So, anyway, Sandal. Thank you very much. Shout and out to Sandal. This is our Super new, fan. new uh, segment, Sandal's Resort. Yep. Stand in the place where you were. It sounds like the opening to that, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. R.E.M. is the greatest American rock and roll band. Ah, that was a nice little vacation we just had. <sighs> yeah. That was good to get away. We recorded that, you know, from beautiful Sandals Resort. We, yeah, we went all the way there. Yeah. We're back now. Mm-hmm. Good old West Seattle. Is that too specific? Sorry. No, I... Okay. It, my, my other podcast, The High Gain. Yes. Uh, oh, it's notoriously West Seattle. Yeah. Yes. Recorded. We shout out West Seattle, West Seattle, all the lovely establishments. Husky Deli, Taqueria Guaymas. <laughs> Thoughts on that place? Love it. Shout out. Okay. Love it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Big shout out. Easy Street. I get the uh, Easy Street Records. What do you get at Guaymas? Uh, I get the wet burrito, the yeah. veggie wet burrito, no cheese, no sour cream. Tight. Put that green sauce on it. Yep. Love it. I got the chili verde wet. Yep. All right. This I'll, week uh, we're covering uh, 2015's Life, yes. starring Dane DeHaan and Robert Pattinson. Not to be confused with 2017's Life. Or 1999's. Oh. Or the board game. <laughs> Is this movie a winner? Oh. Yeah. You know. That's a reference to the commercial for the board game life. Hmm. <laughs> you could be a winner at the game of life. That was the commercial for the board game life. That's it. <laughs> is that the one with the... No, I'm thinking of Cash and Guns. Mm. <laughs> Cash and Guns is really good. You get like styrofoam guns and then you point them at each other and have like a like a Mexican standoff. Speaking of Tony Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Mexican standoffs. Tony Scott. I'm out of the thing. <laughs> what do you mean? I got YouTube loaded up for the trailer. Oh. This is the problem. Mm. Hang, hang for dong. <laughs> hang for dong? <laughs> what well, was like, hold on for the dong? <laughs> Wait. Hold could... on for the dong. Hang for dong. <laughs> hang so dong. we're going to um, start printing up T-shirts, and I'm really thinking that the first one will probably be 
uh, Peterson on Pattinson, and then just hang for dong. <laughs> <laughs> for the t- How's that do? Yes. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should have people vote on our t-shirt so styles. Seymour Hoffman dong. Sandal, what kind of shirt you want to wear? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, okay, so this movie. <laughs> 2015's <laughs> Life. Starring Dane DeHaan and Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Uh, each week, each week we do a synopsis. One of us does a synopsis. This week, it's me. So, 2015's Life, starring Dane DeHaan and Robert Pattinson, is about James Dean, mm-hmm. the, the actor, not the sausage person, <laughs> not the rapist, not the, oh god, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, there are Jimmy Dean. The sausage guy? Yeah. It's not him. It's mostly breakfast sausage. Right. It's and good. it's D-E-A-N? James I think Dean. it's the same. He's just, he goes by Jimmy and not James. Right. And then the porn guy is... Is also James, James Dean? I think it's James. It's James Dean, but it's spelled differently, the Dean. One is two E's and one is an E-A, I believe. The actor is E-A. Yeah. Sports. Okay. It's in the game. Sorry. Okay. EA is, seems like a good company. Oh yeah, really cool people. Right. <laughs> Way to go. So uh, yeah, it's about uh, the actor James Dean. Uh, right before he kind of takes off and becomes a huge star, but he's yeah. in. And right before he takes off that thought, cliff. Yeah, that's what I, right before he takes <laughs> off in his car. Um. He uh. Meets a photographer, played by Robert Pattinson. Yep. And that photographer takes a bunch of pictures of him, and then the movie's over. That's a pretty accurate description of the movie. It's... I... Honestly, like... For real. Like, if if I tried to come up... I don't know. They go to his... They go to his childhood farm that he lived on with his family, and they take some pictures. Yeah. One they of go the to, Mario Bros. is in it. Or no, the Mario John Leguizamo? Warner Bros. Oh. <laughs> ben Kingsley. <Mario>. Ben Kingsley. <laughs> not, not Mario and Luigi? <laughs> no, no, different ones. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who likes the Super Mario Brothers movie is going to laugh at what I said. <laughs> so both people that saw that movie. It's with... Uh, it's with uh, Bob Hoskins yes. and John Leguizamo. Yeah. And then uh, Bowser, Cooper, uh, King Koopa is uh, Dennis Hopper. (laughs) Wow, that's crazy. It's a real movie. Dennis Hopper's, he's got some weird credits. Oh, yeah. He's got some real weird credits. He's cool. He was cool. Yep. Uh, So, yeah, that's what this movie's about. You want to play the trailer? Yeah, I can do that. Here we go. There's this kid, and he's interesting. There's an awkwardness, something very pure. You can't fake it. The kid's name's James Dean. I want to go photo essay on him. I'm an unknown actor. I'm Jimmy. Dennis. Are we going to take some great photos or what? Are you going to make him famous? I guarantee it. Do you guys want to get a drink somewhere? There's something in the air here. Something's changing in music, art, photography, and everything. Jimmy's a part of that. 
I'm not even gonna send these photos to life. A guy looking drunk, that is your leader of a new movement? Mr. Warner's really behind you, Jimmy. John Barrymore, Douglas Fairbanks, Cagney. They followed certain rules. When you're Humphrey Bogart, you can catch up with some friends. You gotta play the game, just a few more weeks. Keep breathing and smile. <laughs> Whatever's gonna happen to you doesn't just happen by accident. I lose myself in my roles. I don't want to lose myself in all this other stuff. He's unreliable. Yeah, so that, that's what that movie is about. Can we just uh, say that, that the trailer for life? That trailer that was does most not, of the trailer. Most well, it was like a minute of it. It does not represent the movie very well. No. No. Listen, that trailer is just like rapid fire dialogue. Oh, it sounds right. like there's a bunch sure, of jokes sure. in it. It sounds yeah. like it sounds like everybody's like uh, like spouting witty dialogue the whole right. movie. It's this is a, a slow burn. Yeah. The music is never that fast in this movie, except for that oh, one right. time he dances with Eartha Kitt. Right. Which is cool. That was a sick part. Yep. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a really funny thing with this movie that okay, so we we discussed this beforehand. Uh Carter, how many James Dean films have you seen? Zero. Ask me. How many have you seen? Zero. Ed. Zero. Ben. I've seen East of Eden, mm-hmm. Rebel Without a Cause, mm-hmm. and Giant. So all three of his films. Yes, all three. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> yep. That's great. I, I feel like this movie has a little bit of an assumption that you kind of are familiar with James Dean. Yes. And maybe care about him. And that also I feel like there's more than a passing, you should have more than a passing familiarity with the photos yes. that mm-hmm. the photographer Dennis Stock took. Totally. Um and I, you totally that that uh, photo of him in Times Square, super iconic. Oh, it's amazing! Yeah, yeah. Like I think most people would recognize that, even if they're not, you know, big Dean heads. Are the, is that what James Dean fans are called? I think so. We call them Dean heads. That's Sick. what they call themselves. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. Am, no, am I wrong about the thing? Dean that heads you should... definitely. Cool. Okay. No. <laughs> no, that photo. I know what you're talking about. the The Times Square photo in the rain is definitely yeah. one of the more iconic shots of him. Yeah. And I feel like if you don't know or kind of care about that stuff, it makes the film even more uh, kind of slow and plotty. Yeah. I, so I had seen. I've seen the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about this. I I saw them a decade and a half ago when they were re released on DVD. Uh, and I have seen those photos before. I've had conversations about those photos, and even I was like, okay, well, can we, like, where's this going? Like, what? There's no real arc here. No. It kind of just goes. Yeah. It doesn't really go anywhere. Really. It's like showing just, like, a couple days in this guy's life. Right. Spread over a couple couple of months, I guess. Yeah, I guess. The timeline's also weird because it's like the... Part of the the setup of the movie is uh, this is before Rebel Without a Cause, before he even has a movie, the, out. like the contract to be in that. Yeah, right. he, East of Eden, which is his first movie, hasn't come out yet. It's about right. to, uh, and so he's trying to get the part in Rebel Without a Cause, but he also goes to like a high school prom <laughs> in May. Yeah, or I guess I, you would think it would be in May, uh, but like that movie shot, I think in like March of that year. It came out in October. I don't think it was a prom, though. They did say ball. Like, it was a ball, okay. and it was, like, snowing, and, 
right? So he was there in the winter. Okay. Oh, all so, right. Maybe I just misconstrued. Yeah. Uh, like. Yeah. Okay. But but still, yeah. But timeline's weird. The ti- yeah, the timeline's just weird. Because um, he's in L.A., and then he's in New York, and then he's in Indiana or Indiana, wherever. Yeah. Yep. And then he's, yeah. That's how we talk about flyover states on Peterson on Pattinson. <laughs> Indiana, or Indiana, or <laughs> Illinois, or I don't know. Powerpuff Girls is legitimately one of like, it's the shit. It's so good. Yeah, I mean we can say that, right? It's the fucking shit. Hell yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I was, I was in that shit. Yeah, it's so good. Deep. Yeah, deep in it. This is a great Robert Pattinson podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, I did like that he was shooting with. Uh, vintage like m probably m2 or m3 like a range finders through most of are you the, talking about bob 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 gotcha. was dennis stock he was using you know the model of camera that dennis stock used and they were these like range finders that are you know kind of they're kind of difficult to shoot with uh yeah i dig those cameras a lot i liked you like them <laughs> i like them i like them um, <laughs> yes I feel like this movie would have been so much better if they had done that photo montage that's at the end, like either interspersed or at the beginning or in the trailer or something. So so there would have been some reference as Dennis Stock taking these photos. Yeah. But I had no context to know like, oh, these are amazing, iconic shots and they show them at the end, and it's kind of like, oh, that's neat. Like, I I was like, yeah, that was cool. I was interested in this movie, and it kept me, you know, like I never lost um, interest in it or anything like that. No. I, you know, I was following the entire time, and it just never like wowed me. Right. And then they show the photos, and I I started crying. I was yeah, like, oh like, my, th- like these. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I totally just lost my train of thought. <laughs> that was it. Was pretty cool. Uh, seeing those photos just made me cry, like, immediately. That's all. They're pretty good. They're really good. <laughs> they are. Yeah. They're, uh, sorry, they I'm, are. I'm, I'm like, like, actually like, getting, like, caught up. Like, yeah, 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 I'm thinking about them. It's, yeah. like, took yeah. me out of they're, what I was trying to say. Yeah. They're, uh, those yeah, photos like, are easily the best part of this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't think you would understand that watching the movie. No. Like, I didn't know, and then I went back after the movie was over and looked at the photos, and it's like, oh, my God, these are amazing. Yeah. Like, the, be- and the- they are very um, day-in-the-life candid-style yeah. photography, which I don't really picture, you know, that people were doing that, but, like, I don't know, 1950s Life magazine was it full of day in the life kind of stuff? Maybe it was. Maybe that's why it's called that. <laughs> 1950s day in the life stuff? Yeah. Maybe that's why it's the name of the magazine. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, also like, you know, me not really knowing the photos, like I, you know, I definitely seen the like uh Times Square one and stuff, but I hadn't really seen any of the other ones. Mhm. And, like, the managers kind of plan it up. Like, even towards the end, like, oh, the photos aren't that good and yeah. stuff like that. And so, yeah, like, I, I don't think I even realized until the very, very end. Yeah, like, there were there are photos that I think make it into the issue of life 
that his editor says, I'm not even submitting these to life. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Like, I won't even show these. And then they're in the magazine. And then, yeah, and then at the end, they're actually in it. Yeah, yeah. because in the context of the movie, we're not supposed to think he's a very good photographer. He's like, right. I mean, even James Dean has a conversation that he, like, like overhears where he's like, eh, he's kind of yeah, kind of an around. idiot. Like, yeah, totally. You know, it's fun to have around, but. Right. That that also felt like it was a little bit like just him in general. Like there was some, maybe he doesn't know what he's doing with his work or his life. Or his life. Right, yeah. right. His l- life again maybe that's why they called it man this movie you know i i'm huge fan of when they go out of their way to say the name of the title in the movie right yeah the title of the movie in the movie right they must have done it like 25 times in this movie yeah that's the name of the movie yeah i kept i kept saying it yep uh, I had a joke with a friend uh, when I worked in a video store that Arnold Schwarzenegger should have to say the title of the, every movie he's in. And we would try to think of like the most ridiculous ways for him to say that. Uh, and my favorite was, <laughs> he's a Terminator 2. Judgment Day is coming. <laughs> That's pretty I'm not going to do the, I'm not going to do the voice. Oh, really? Well, no. Do it. No, I gave you, on. I gave you some Herzog. <laughs> He is a Terminator 2. <laughs> Judgment Day is going. I still can't do it. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, cut that out. There was, a, <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of great shots in this. Uh, yeah. I liked, I liked the shot of... Bobby uh, talking on the phone when he's in the middle and the phone's to the right of him and there's like shadows behind. Oh, yeah. And that was a good one. In that scene... That would be we kind of we kind of have segments that kind of come and go, fall away a little bit. The kind of best acting in the movie, yeah, the shining I, moment. Yeah, I thought that uh, Bob in the scene when he's on the call and he's trying to get uh, Dane DeHaan, he's trying to get James Dean to like meet up and actually take the photos. He comes across super desperate. Yeah, and and the way he conveyed the desperation, where he was, it's that thing where he was trying not to sound desperate, but he sounds desperate, and he's trying not to sound, yeah, you, you know, and no, like really good, and pulling that level of like double, okay, the, triple, yeah, the layered. character is yeah. desperate, and he's trying not to sound desperate, so he sounds desperate. I thought that was really great. Yeah, really good. Uh, my shining moment was probably when he puked on his kid. I was just gonna say that too. I actually like uh, when Dane DeHaan is like, uh, you ever done a Benny Denny? I loved yeah, that, that line. that was pretty good. That was uh, so good. What it's, were they doing? Like Benzatrine or something? It's like Speed. I think it's oh, it's either okay. Speed Classic. or Downers. Classic like, 50s. Yeah. Oh, it was Speed. Like, yeah. Like, like, I mean, it, oh. was, it was definitely not a Downer. They're right. like, oh, yeah, yeah. we're going to get, you know. Yeah, they're sleeping. I actually think the, uh, I, I thought this when I was watching it, my shining moment is when he was on Speed yeah. and he was talking to that woman yeah, who yeah. was clearly there to hang out with James Dean. Right. Uh, and she watches them leave with, uh, she watches Eartha Kitt leave with um, with James Dean from this bar that they're at. Yep. And uh, when she has to sit and listen to to Dennis <laughs> talk about like being a photographer and all of this stuff, yep. just super high on drugs. Oh, it's a great scene. Yeah. He, he did that really well. And yeah. then she gives him all her drugs. Yeah. Yep. Which is great. Because yeah. she probably is able to just go to the corner yeah, store yeah. and like, oh, I ran out of my diet pills. Yeah. Yeah. You know, 50s. 
I, I thought uh, Rob had a good character arc of refusing that girl a dance and saying he doesn't dance. And then later on at the movie, at the ball, he dances with some, some high school kids. That was a good, you know, character arc right there. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's like, no, I don't dance. And then they just fuck. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. That, that too. That's what, oh, they do. Yeah, that's right. That's the whole I have notes of my note here says biological Bob. And then <laughs> first thing he does at the girl's house, use the bathroom. Like the second he walks yeah. into uh, James Dean's girlfriend. Oh, Piero. Yeah. He yeah. walks into her house and he's like, where's your bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> like He can't go a movie without taking a shit or something. And then he has sex in the bathroom with Veronica and then he pukes, pukes on, his, on kid. his kid. Yeah. Like God. three kind of like what? He's fucking jizzing and pissing and <laughs> puking. And <laughs> come on, Bob. Things that have happened in Robert Pattinson <laughs> movies. A baby was thrown in a fire. Yeah. 9-11. Baby. <laughs> baby was puked on. <laughs> Did you yeah. see the uh, like 35 minutes into the movie when James Dean leaves uh, the Warner Brothers office? Um, the shot is like from behind a desk and you can see into the hallway and there's an extra who's playing like a secretary and she looks directly into the camera and then realizes she's doing it and then looks down really awkwardly and like shuffles some papers and walks away. That's really good. And it's, it's a thing too where like they could have cut before she even looks yeah, in the camera. Sure. Right, right. And because he's, I mean, it's basically just waiting for James Dean to like walk out of the door frame and then that, in the doorframe is her awkwardly looking at the camera. It's like 34 That's minutes and 45 seconds. Looking at, I was over here looking at the internet. I'm just like, at this point, I'm just surfing the net. Had you ever uh, heard like, of this movie before we did this podcast? I no. think I don't I, think I remember it at all. I, no. I feel like I do, but maybe I'm totally blind. Maybe that is totally made up. No, actually, no, I think I am lying. I think I was thinking of some Paul Dano movie. <laughs> Isn't there one about, like, Paul Dano being a writer or something? Maybe. Uh, In New York also? I Probably. That sounds I like Paul, Paul Dano. Dano. He's yeah. cool. Yeah. I I think that uh, DeHaan playing kind of... It's weird because I felt like James Dean was pretty unlikable. His, his portrayal of James Dean was pretty unlikable. Anytime he, like, with the exception of when he's with his family, he was, yeah, like, like I really enjoyed all of the family stuff. Yeah. But I thought a lot of his, like, interactions in the press conference and all the stuff with Jack Warner and, it, like, when he's doing the stuff that, like, oh, if I'm not acting and I'm, I'm, I'm talking about it, He's just an ass. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I, I definitely, like, when he was talking about Robert Pattinson sort of behind his back and Rob overheard it, like, that whole conversation, I was just like, man, but, like, the way this movie is making James Dean out to be, he didn't seem any better at all. Like, he seemed like he was way more just, like, kind of skirting along and, like, yeah, I don't know. It didn't seem like he knew what he was doing with his life either and was kind of giving Rob shit for that. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Sorry. <laughs> Just thinking about it for a sec. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm, I'm, I don't know. I didn't really think he was that horrible. I also have like a 
personal perception of him as being like an incredible human being. I yeah. mean, I, I don't know. James if Dean. Yeah. I mean, like his I death have, is was heroic. Oh, I don't. Was I don't. It, was it? Yeah, he sli- he he steered out of the way, and he went into the like. There was a car coming toward him. He steered out of the way, so that they didn't hit him, and he like went off a cliff or whatever. I mean, he. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about him. I know. So maybe like, that's just more. Zero. Yeah, maybe that's just more of like it would help to know. But then, yeah. whenever I think that you need information going into a movie to like have a full picture of the movie then it's just not good like i shouldn't have to be invested in the character of james dean before going into this movie absolutely like totally so yeah uh no i i've yeah i've made similar arguments about films before too i i feel the same way um i uh, i think in this movie i i'm sort of torn in that like i kind of wish i had known less yeah, um, yeah, because huh. I yeah I had a certain perception of him that is just like thrown by this movie. I I thought of him as like being a a true artist. Yeah, which he it it sort I of mean, comes I, across. I don't think the movie I, made it seem like he wasn't that. I don't. I mean, I would say that he is the shittiest conga player, um, <laughs> yes. maybe of all time. Yes. in this movie. Yes, uh, I would not have guessed that. Um, I really loved that picture of him playing conga with the cows. Yeah, I love that too. And yep. uh, going back to us not as the audience not knowing if these photos are good, the composition of that in the movie, like the when they're setting it up, it yep. just looks awkward. And James Dean even makes a comment about it that like, this is, what are we doing? Like, right. this is weird. Yeah. yeah. And then when you see the photo at the end of the movie, right. it's like I tried to say, but went completely blank. Uh, it, it's a stunning photograph. Yeah. Like I, I can't even put into words how I feel about it. It's, it's so great. good. It's really, really great. Yeah. And there's, there's this thing where Eartha Kitt, pops into the movie yeah, so Eartha good. Kitt hangs out with them Yzma. and and there's there's this shout obvious out. shout out to Yzma Eartha Kitt dong <laughs> Eartha Kitt dong <laughs> uh but Eartha Kitt Catwoman right Batman Robert Pattinson there we go Bam. this is a great Jane DeHaan Valerian what did she play Catwoman in Batman the 1966 the TV show ah. the film. yep uh, so that's another thing where it's just like, oh, okay, well, they're both in New York or something, and he's friends with Eartha Kitt, okay. And then you look at these Dennis Stock photos, yeah. and there's all these photos of Eartha Kitt and uh, James Dean, like, in dance classes, like, yeah. learning together and stuff. Yeah, they took and movement like, classes. Like, what? Yeah. That's yeah. not in the movie. There's no, like, I don't know how I... You don't know that. Yeah. And so that's where I don't know, like, does this film make the assumption that I should know that? or Yeah. Because the Eartha Kitt thing. I, I yeah. think this movie does make the assumption that we know yeah. what, all, all the context of this. We know yeah. everything. That's, like, we're. I think as the audience, we were supposed to know the next place he was going to go based on having seen the photographs already. Yeah. And then also, <laughs> right. also there was does that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like, there was that whole thing where uh, Joel Egerton, his boss is like, uh, 
he's shown him the initial photos of them at the bar and he's like oh this is trash like you want your leader of a movement to be all right. drunk and wasted or whatever and then like those photos of him passed out at the bar even those were awesome they're yeah. incredible yeah. like the, yeah. the one of him like laying on earth a kid or whatever right it's so good yep yep yeah. yep yep yeah uh there was a there's another thing with the james dean that maybe like this will be a good point counterpoint uh i just saw um the royal tannenbaums yes and yes. in that movie uh i this time when i watched it i thought the ben stiller arc is just heartbreaking and i thought his performance he did a thing where at at the end of the movie uh the car crashes into his house yeah. it's like owen wilson crashes the car and it's yeah. all fucked up and his kids almost get buckley. hit they killed buckley exactly and he's standing there and he says to royal i've had a really hard year yeah. and it is like he does more with that one sentence. Yeah. It's like heartbreaking. And then in this movie, there's there's the scene with James Dean describing his mom's death. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Dane DeHaan had like a five-minute exposition dump to kind of describe him as a young boy in this train with his mom's casket. And they conveyed more with Ben Stiller saying five words than they did with Dane DeHaan saying five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah. That's a, that like as a weird bar, I find, you know, that, that, that just says something to me about how, how good this film is. Um, I liked it. I did like it. But like, man, I was not invested to the point where like, I, you know, like when Ben Stiller said that line, I literally teared up, you know, and I think when I said that line just now, I'm pretty sure Ben just teared I did, up. I did, actually. Yeah, ben it's really actually, good. I remembered like, what it was, yeah. Yeah, and like, I, there is nothing in that movie that, that got to me in a way that like the Royal Tannenbaums, like, yeah. Yeah, there's a scene in this movie uh when Dennis confronts James about um him overhearing what James had said about him. Sure. Yeah. And uh like they they discuss like Dennis has real problems versus James not real problems, I yeah. guess. Yep. That's another scene where like the emotional weight that that should have had like never arrives. Right. It's, totally. Yeah. Um I I kind of felt like that it felt flat almost the entire movie like that, though. Yeah. Like yeah I was I never agree. super excited with them. Even when he gets Rebel Without a Cause, which is yeah. like the thing he's, James has been trying to do the entire movie, it's just like, yep, that, that checks out. He yeah. seems yep. sad about it almost. Like, I had this weird thing watching sure. it where, like, I mean, obviously, I'm, you know, pretty sure this is almost certainly not true, but at points it almost felt like this movie was, like, leading up to the car crash being like a suicide attempt or like mm. a oh it like it there was a very that odd like depressing vibe with james dean that like felt like that car crash could have been a suicide in a weird way and then it, like it never really did anything with that and like you know obviously i'm almost positive that's not true but i was definitely getting that vibe watching the movie hmm. at certain yeah. points yeah i just 
I don't know. I like. I thought when Dane DeHaan chugged the beer and he drank the yeah. entire beer, yeah. that was great. When, yeah. he, when he took the Benny. <laughs> yeah, takes a takes a Benzedrine and chugs a entire pint of yeah. beer. He How long does this take to kick back. in? <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly. my Robin. Yeah, that was good. That's really good. Rob's uh, accent, I thought was pretty spot on. Yeah, I thought his accent was pretty great. I didn't notice any, I didn't notice any drifty accents. Where at times, you know, I feel like his accent can kind of do some weird, you know, it's it's on and then off and no yeah. America. Yeah, None of that. yeah, right, right. The uh, what wait, was were the y'all a Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, <laughs> yeah, what was the it was uh, Judge Dredd, America? Yeah, that's the very first word of the movie. Yep, America. <laughs> that's one of that the movie's great. Things. Judge Dredd is a great, well, sorry, Dredd. Yeah. Dredd, yeah, is a great film. It Judge is. Judge Dredd is also not a bad movie, it's a bad movie, but it's fun. It's all right. I was getting some, you know. Not even, yeah, I don't know. Watching this movie, I was getting some, like, Water for Elephants vibes. Not in that they're similar at all, but both movies, to me, are very, like, you know, uh, inoffensive. There's nothing really to dislike about them. But I'm also just like, yeah, I won't remember this movie. I never really want to watch it again. Meh. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I I uh, Honestly, right now, after seeing it, I really just wanted to watch Iron Man 3 again because Ben Kingsley is in this. Uh, and uh, I just, I think about, uh, he says something like, some call me a terrorist. I consider yeah. myself a teacher. I love that line. It's so good. I think Ben Kingsley's villain is, his portrayal of the Mandarin is the best DC villain, or uh, Marvel, Marvel <laughs> DC. He's the best Marvel villain in any of the movies. Yeah. I think Steppenwolf really outshines him on the DC side. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, <laughs> the, uh, maybe Doc Ock yeah. with Alfred Molina. Sure. The Alfred Molina Doc Ock. What did we just watch with him? Boogie Nights. Oh, We right. just watched yeah, yeah. Boogie oh, Nights. Fucking Boogie Nights. And, oh my God, Alfred Molina in that movie oh, it's is... One of the best scenes ever. Yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. The Rashad oh. Jackson scene in Boogie Nights is worth the entire price of admission. The witch scene? Of Alfred Molina oh, in, yeah. in yeah. Boogie Nights. If it was so, just like, that. Yeah, just that character. I just want to spend... Because he lives at the end. I just want the Alfred Molina spin-off yeah. movie yeah. of that dude so just good. partying. Oh my god. With that like little the little Vietnamese boy who's like throwing the dynamite the, <laughs> the TNT cr- stuff. Firecrackers. firecrackers. Yeah. Oh my god. So good. It's great. Great. Boogie Nights, shout out. Great film. Yeah. Yeah. Um Google alert. <laughs> been a while since i've just sat here and looked through my (laughs) thanks thanks guys since i've uh just sat here and had to go through my gmail account looking for uh google alerts so it's about time uh really quick speaking of it's been a while we brought up rem earlier yeah uh anton corbine shot i think he was like he's like the the lead designer for u2 i think in depeche mode okay Oh yeah, I saw he yeah. like he has U two and Depeche Mode going back to like early eighties. Yeah, I think he's done he, all of their album covers. Yeah, or most of 
oh, photography wise, or did he do the video shoot? I also, think, video. yeah, Both. I think Both. he, yeah, he's just like the lead designer like, or something like that, okay. for, or creative yeah. lead or something like that for both bands. Yeah, that's so. cool. I like uh, REM a lot. Yeah, I like uh, U two a fair bit. Sure. I like U two a lot. I like U two a whole lot. Uh, Depeche Mode, I'm not a huge fan of. It's okay. I've seen U two. I've seen Depeche Mode in concert more times than U two though. How about REM? I've seen REM more than Depeche Mode and U2 combined. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, but I've only seen Depeche Mode once and U2 zero. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the Google alert. Uh, there's a complete timeline of Robert Pattinson and Suki Waterhouse secretive but strong blah, blah, blah relationship. Not into it. Not even going to. Not even gonna pass. Give him yep. the time of day. Leave don't, him alone. Don't care. Yeah. Let him be. In in fact, just leave him alone. Yeah. Let him make some movies. Yeah. And get on with his life. What is what's Suki's deal? Doesn't she do like music and she's in the Bad Batch? Right. She's an actor too. I forgot. Yeah. Yep. Y'all seen that? Yes. I haven't. Okay. Easy. Easy mode. Easy street records. Shout out. Shout out West Seattle Zone. Um, Did you see that Hasbro bought Death Row Records? Weird. Okay. Yeah, that's all. This is a pretty good Robert Pattinson podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to those action figures. Yeah, the uh, Death that Row. could be sweet. That could be sweet. If there's a line of Death Row action figures, that would be amazing. Yeah, some magic cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, My Little Pony. Do we want to power rank this, this oh, thing? Oh, yeah. Do we want to do that? <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think for this one, here's what I'd like to do. I just want to tell you where it sits in my number. Each of us can do that, and then maybe we can give some context. Hell, yeah. All right. Okay. I put this at, we have... 16 movies we've done so far. Yes. 16 Robert Pattinson movies. I put the I put this at number 7. Okay. Carter? You don't want to give any Nope. Okay. I put this at number 9. Okay. Number 9. Ben? Number 9. Um I I'm honestly deciding on the spot. Uh, I'm gonna go six. I like this better than Master of the Stars. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That I, I was wondering if it was gonna top either of the Breaking Dawns. That's what I was. I was interested in. Hell no, not for me. My thoughts on that. Those are going to be very hard to beat. In that, they are wildly entertaining. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes that is enough for me. I think I've talked about this a little bit before. Uh, I mean, my top three are just solid, like incredible films. They're both entertaining right. and good. All of us have the same yeah. top three. So our top threes are... Not in the same order. Not in the same order, yeah. the same films. They are High Life, The Rover, and Damsel. And I'm doing it incorrectly, and I have... <laughs> You're doing a great job. Shout then. out to Scotty. Shout out, Scotty. Hey, we saw him again the other day. Yeah. Oh, uh, what else did Scotty see? Scotty, we were there uh, and Boogie Nights. Was he there for Boogie Nights? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
Um, I'm not sure. And then he went the next night. He was going to see Eraserhead. Nope. Nope. He saw what was before Eraserhead. Uh, Goldfinger. He saw Goldfinger. Yeah. Yep. Never seen it. Yep. Uh, that's a good one. That I've, is a good one. I think I've only seen... I I have only seen Daniel Craig 007 movie. Wow. Wait, no Connery? Nope. Oh, wow. I think the first three are definitely worth it, right? Dr. I've, no I've seen, from I've Russian seen, with Love, Goldfinger. Yeah. I've seen a little bit of the one where they play Baccarat or whatever with Orson Welles. Casino Royale? Yeah. Uh, I've seen a little bit of that. Oh, Woody Allen's in that. Cool. <laughs> Is he? Yeah. I don't think I saw a Woody Allen scene. I saw a lot of Orson Welles. It was just them playing back around. The it's entire. not hard to see a lot of Orson Welles. <laughs> um, so for the... I've got uh, like... Orson Welles. <laughs> Sorry. Above it, I've got uh, Maps to the Stars. Actually, Above Life. Because I just think I would like to, you know... Maps is one that I think I could sit and and get a little more out of it. I'm honestly not sure if I would get much more out of life. That's a good point. Like I I just on a rewatch I think it's just kind of a slow character piece. Yeah. Yeah. Where I think But not like a particularly, you know, it's like profound character piece like a there will be blood or yeah. anything like oh, that, no, 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 you know, like No. no. It's yeah. not a lot of nuance. No, not at all. I don't know. Yeah. It's right above Water for Elephants on my list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just for some context of where it's sitting, you know, in between yeah. Maps to the Stars and Water for Elephants. Yeah, mine uh, is at number nine yeah. and is also right above Water for Elephants. Oh. And I did that mainly because... I don't like like I said earlier, I got very similar vibes watching these movies where mm-hmm. I'm like, Yep, these are all right. There's nothing to dislike, but I never want to watch this again really. Yeah. So yeah, I just put it in number nine. Like above it I got Breaking Dog Part Two, Cosmopolis, Maps. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just have no reason to rewatch this movie ever again, I don't think, where like every single movie above it I would easily watch again. Including like Breaking Dawns and Twilight and yep all the Cronenbergs yeah Ben uh, remember me dropped out of my top ten oh so now it's just number eleven yep mm. you could probably squeeze some like nine eleven thing in there why do we have to mention nine eleven all the time uh, <laughs> God. I think you have to hit it uh, 2,996 <laughs> more times. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm so- oh, you know what dropped out of my top 10? <laughs> dropped. Dropped out of my top 10? You know what? Uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> Coming in at 11. Oh, my God. Harry Potter wasn't in my top 10 in the first 11 episodes. Yep. Yep. Uh, Carter dropped out. Oh, eclipse. eclipse. Wow. Oh, wow. my God. I forgot to tell you this. There's a bar uh, underneath my building. I was walking home and I saw someone wearing a new moon shirt. Oh. And I was like, hey, cool shirt. And they had a hoodie on o- over it. And they were like, oh, yeah, check out my hoodie. It was an eclipse hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Did I, you give him a sticker? Did you one, have a sticker? I did not have a sticker. Uh, I was like, I host 
this is the best part. I was like, I host a Robert Pattinson podcast, and they went, okay, and did not what? care. No, did not care. We talked about Twilight for like three minutes. And then I was like, hey, you should check. And they're like, I'm nope, I'm good. Yep, just nope, no dice. Whoa. Weird. Yeah. Our demographic is so weird. <laughs> it is so weird. Hey, speaking bizarre. of demographics. Whoa. Uh, we got a demographic alert? Sure. I have not I have not pulled these in quite a while, but our Spotify, uh, Spotify rankings. So Going down to gender. Okay. So we have enough data now that we're like, we're pretty locked. Stagnated. Like we, we have not nudged one way or the other. And we are sitting at 55% female, 45% male. Solid. Tight. Killer. Killer. We were, yeah, we were for a little while there, we were bad, like 60, 70% male, something like that. Wasn't into it. So we've we've corrected the situation. We've got everything from the 0 to 17 demographic to the 60 to 150. Shout out to Sandal. <laughs> Shout out to Sandal and a dude, at least one dude, because he's like a tiny <laughs> little sliver of guy. So there you go. There's some demographics. Excellent. Uh, 28 to 34-year-olds. Whew. Killer. Big Feeling demographic. Big Feeling spot. it. Yeah. 25 to 34? 28 to 34-year-olds. Okay. That's, our, Precise. that's our sweet spot. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And they have lately, these people have been listening to uh, Ariana Grande. Oh. They've been listening to Taylor Swift, Shawn Mendes, Ed Sheeran, and Billie Eilish. Okay. Shout out to Billie Eilish. I like one of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm, yeah, I'm into Billie Eilish. Yeah. Uh, hey, I, um, I think that one Taylor Swift album is pretty good. 1989. 1989. Uh, Public Enemy. Okay, sorry. Uh, you haven't seen <laughs> that. That is thing? a very good Chuck D. Thank you. That was very good. Uh, Elvis was a hero to most. Yeah. But he didn't mean shit to me. No. Nope. Suckers flat out racist. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Hey, um, people, if you, if you listen to our podcast, um, check out some other music. Just, uh, you know, it's cool. It's okay to like like pop music and stuff like that. But there's other stuff too. Billie Eilish is great. Very cool. Is great. I'm down. Like, that's breaking out of the rest of this demographic, I feel Listen like. to some Lil Nas X. <laughs> 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 Give me that Old Town Road. The, uh, <laughs> how many weeks in a row was that number one? I don't know. It was the longest ever. I think it was like 16. It is a ridiculous amount. Yeah. And Billie Eilish just broke it. Oh, really? What? She broke the record. Or no, she didn't break the record, but he broke. Oh, she broke I his see. streak. I, she, great. Yeah, she, oh, she's great. the uh, first person born in this century to have a number one hit, I think. Oh, killer. Yeah. That's wow. great. I think it's amazing. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. Love it. Wow. Really? Yeah. That, I guess so. Like, yeah. So she's, but she's like 17, right? Yeah, so, something like that. Yeah. Great. Great job. Great job, Billy. Okay. Awesome songs. Great job. <laughs>
Awesome yep. record, great songs. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on this movie? Uh, the music was Owen Pallet, who used to be Final Fantasy. I don't know if you are mm. fans. No. Uh, which ones? Which, huh? Cool. Way back. This is cool. a good Robert Pattinson podcast. It's great. It's great. Uh, yeah, Life. Um, you can stream it somewhere because we did that. YouTube. Yeah. Amazon. Yeah. Uh, Google. Voodoo. Does anybody voodoo? Do you know a single person that's ever I don't watched even a voodoo? voodoo? I've never no. heard of that. Yeah, I, nobody I uses that. I right? don't know what that means. Shout out to voodoo. Shout. Oh yeah. Next week we're doing the childhood of a leader, and you can stream that on Hulu, Amazon. Did you say YouTube? Yes. YouTube. Uh, Netflix probably not Netflix. No, not Netflix. But it's it's out there. Yeah. Surprisingly, it's around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it is, it's got pretty good tomatoes. 80, I think it has 89 tomatoes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm into that. I'm ready. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's directed by Brady Corbet. I, f I don't know who that is. Yeah. Do have I know who Mysterious that is? Skin? No. Oh, you got to watch Mysterious Skin. What's that about? Do I have to watch that before? No, but okay. you should. Okay. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's uh, cool. Yeah. He plays a... No, I, sorry. It, it, I don't. I don't want to tell you. Like it'll spoil. Yeah. It. It, you'll either not watch it because I tell you what it's about, or it'll spoil it enough. So yeah. you should just okay. just watch it. Mysterious Joseph Gordon Levitt. That's a good recommendation. Robin Guthrie did the music. Great. Cocteau Twins. Love mm. it. Sorry. I like the Cocteau Twins. Yeah, a lot. Too. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna do that movie, okay. and y'all should watch it before. Do you it. listen to this episode? We're gonna start next trying to tell you. Yeah, you know, so you know it's good for you. <laughs> We're still new at this. Yeah, <laughs> We're getting it. Seventeen episodes. Janice Ian. <laughs> Sorry. Huh? That's a song by Janice Ian. Seventeen episodes. No, seventeen. Okay. <laughs> yep. Sorry. <laughs> Great. All right. So that's been Pete on Pat. You can find more of our stuff at uh, Gmail, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at PeteOnPat. Dot, dot com. At gmail.com. Yeah. PeteOnPat.com, not at PeteOnPat.com. Right, right. Or you could at PeteOnPat us on Twitter. Yes. Which will be great. Yeah. You should leave an iTunes review. Please. Because we haven't had one in a couple days and it makes us very sad. Yeah. It bumps me out. Let us know what you sad. think. Yeah. Yeah. Can uh, people find you guys on the internet, y'all? Yeah, I got Instagram and Twitter that I don't use very much, but I lurk at Jagglers. Cool. Uh, I am at BW Redder on Twitter and Instagram. I'm uh, Tofu Guns Ooh. on. I'm Tofu Guns on Twitter and Ed Pete on Instagram. I think. No, I think you're at. I think you just at Tofu Guns. Call yourself that. Maybe, maybe. And then I'm. Uh, I've got. The High Gain is another podcast I do. Ooh, yeah. It's uh, about guitars. Yeah. It's about guitars the way this is about Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Pretty much. Cool. Okay, bye. This is the sound of my voice. Hello. <laughs> Greetings. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. What?